church and the community of father may your name alone be glorified now and forever in jesus name we pray amen Praise the Lord. Can we all read uh, 1 Thessalonians 1 verses 3? Verses 2 and 3. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our lord jesus christ in the sight of god and our father can we all close our eyes so that we can pray i want each and every person to pray as a lord lord speak to us specifically heavenly father we come to your holy presence father we thank you for this wonderful day thank you for helping us to worship you thank you o lord for helping us to sense your presence in every moment father Father Lord even as we study thy word speak with us O God open our hearts open our ears and open our eyes to see what you want us to know and to learn father so that we might be just like you father father i thank you for what you will do in the name of jesus we pray amen 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 a good morning to all of you once again i'll read the verse once again first thessalonians 1 2 and 3 i'm reading it from the new living translation we always thank god for all of you and pray for you constantly as we talk to our god and father about you we think of your faithful work your loving deeds and your continual anticipation of the return of our lord jesus christ this is one verse that the lord taught me in one of i think close to one month But what surprised me about this word or what made me think on this verse was this one thought where it says that when i talk to god our father i thank the lord for you the thessalonian church for three things the first thing is the work of faith the labor of love and the anticipation of the coming of the lord jesus christ when i read that word i rechecked my own life that lord am i really waiting for your coming every day and that is where i started learning about the second coming of the lord jesus christ so today as we meditate on this portion my prayer is that once you learn it i pray that you will go back and read the chapters of this letter and you will go forth to learn more about the second coming of the lord jesus christ so that is my prayer so that's the reason that i will only just bring certain thoughts into your heart what the lord has been speaking to me so that it will encourage you to go back reread the chapters read it again and again and then the lord will start to speak to you specifically praise the lord hallelujah now when we learn about the thessalonican church we see that in acts 17 when paul and silas on their second missionary journey they came to thessalonica there the word of god says that he preached in thessalonica for three sabbath days and after that because of persecution paul moved away from the thessalonica church but in just three weeks a church sprang up hallelujah see people we know that to speak the gospel to preach the gospel to people is very difficult but just imagine in 3 weeks a church just came up there and the word of god says lord of godly men and wives of leading people in thessalonica came to the lord hallelujah see today even at the beginning i want to encourage you something see i know most of us do preach the gospel teach the gospel tell a lot of our relatives our friends about the lord and sometimes we get so discouraged in our spirit because they're not turning around to the lord but just like the youth were telling here today don't miss your opportunities don't miss your opportunities because 
yesterday and today has a great difference what happened yesterday does not determine what will happen today if you will trust god god is strong enough to bring you a harvest hallelujah hallelujah so today i want to encourage you i know some of you would be praying for your loved ones for your relatives but at the same time when you do that i also pray in the place of your work in the area of your influence always pray to god lord give me a mighty harvest if you can use paul and silas in 3 weeks you can still use me hallelujah let the lord encourage you in the coming days that you will be an influence to the people that is around you hallelujah now see when we learn about the second coming of the lord jesus christ this is so fundamental for christian discipleship see as long as we don't understand the coming of the lord jesus christ then every christian principles will start stumbling down that is why it is so important that we understand that second coming of the lord jesus christ is very important for the doctrine of christian life so i want to start by going into each of the chapters from first thessalonians has five chapters so when you read this five chapters you will see one thing specifically here that paul closes every chapter with this word the coming of the lord jesus christ that's a real beauty to see here so come on let's read from first thessalonians 1910 okay we'll start from 89 and 10 so it's 189 and 10 shall i read it and now the word of the lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere even beyond greece for wherever we go we find people telling us about your faith in god we don't need to tell them about it for they themselves keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us and how you turned away from idols to serve the true and living god and they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of god's son from heaven jesus whom god raised from the dead he is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment hallelujah do you see that word i when i was meditating on this word the first thought that struck me here was see paul says about the thessalonica church is that the people around you have started talking about you what are they talking they're talking about the faith that they have newly found and what was it all about it was they turning from the idols to serve the living god see most of the time we all have a lot of testimonies but these days when we look at the christian church we see testimonies where people say that lord has blessed me so much and i have known god but today just like we sang the song this is what we sang if it means more of you then it means less of me hallelujah this is the real testimony of a disciple that is why i like to name this chapter a testimony of a disciple see when you and i follow jesus there are certain idols that are in our heart see many a times when we read the word idol we have a perception that these are things that we see in other religious places but ezekiel 14:6 says the lord says like this the numerable idols that is in the heart of the people hallelujah do you see that idols in the heart of the people today i want to ask you a question do you have idols in your heart now what is there is a man of god who said what is idolatry idolatry means a misconception about god a misconception about god so then what is an idol idol is anything that will take the place of god in your life anything so in other word when you start walking with god as a disciple of christ yours and my priority is the lord alone and he alone but any time that priority moves away from that you have moved away to be a disciple hallelujah hallelujah see because god has blessed us with job he has blessed us with a lot of things but everything that he has blessed you with that is that you might know the lord jesus christ 
your family your children your work your church your health your beauty everything that you touch if you are not able to see who god is in that it means it is growing to become an idol in your life today we need to recheck even as we meditate on this word lord are there idols in my life because the word of god says in ezekiel 14 there are innumerable idols in the heart of this people innumerable hallelujah hallelujah because unless and until you don't remove your idols from your heart your faith will not start displaying to the people that is around you that is why the word of god says your faith is ringing today we understand that word ringing more better than anybody else because we have a mobile phone which is always there on the pocket and then it keeps ringing and it is it not only touches you it touches a lot of people around you right am i right on this right in other word your faith should start ringing to a lot of people that is around you if it is not being touched it means there are certain idols that are hindering the light of god to shine towards the people that is around you amen amen as as the youth were talking to the parents they were saying see children will have exams but you need to leave them to the camp see i want to tell the parents today see sometimes we know we love god but yet we are more concerned for the future of our children for the worldly things rather than the spiritual things see if you look at the people of israel i think i've shared it last time the people of israel when they bring up their children the first priority is for them to study the torah see unless and until you don't study torah you are not fit for the society that's what i read in a jewish literature in other words see we read in the word of god that at the age of 12 jesus went to the temple and there the rabbis were sitting and asking him questions see this is not only for jesus this was for every jewish children every jewish children you know what they're doing you have to study the whole torah and once you finish the torah you have to go to the rabbis and they will start asking questions and unless and until you don't pass you are not fit for the society hallelujah hallelujah and this is exactly why the children of israel are so brilliant we know that israel is such a less number yet most of the nobel prizes goes to them why because for them torah is of high priority but for us we love god but that love is limited to a sunday our love is limited to a saturday youth meeting most of see i conduct youth meeting that's the reason i i'm telling you this at this time see because most of the parents would love to send their children if they are not good enough if they are good enough then the parents tell them youth meeting is not needed you can go on sunday it's okay people of god i really didn't come to say this today but i believe it is high time that we show our children that spiritual things are important if you and i don't show them how important spiritual things how do you feel they going to take it at their time hallelujah see because they need to teach their children that spiritual thing is important by knowing that my parents said the spiritual thing is of high priority and that is the reason i am blessed hallelujah 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 see even though i'm talking about idols see all these are idols all these are idols now look at job your career see i know today at this time career is a very plays a very important role in each one of our life in each one of our life see we pray to god for a good job but yet when god gives us a job if we have to miss a sunday it wouldn't convict us but yet we would say oh the lord has given me a new job i have to be faithful in the new job people of god let me ask you are you really being faithful to god 
are you really being faithful to god see today that is the reason i want to encourage each and every single parent who is sitting here don't send your children for a tuition on a sunday because when you do that you are telling them even when you have job to do on a sunday it is okay it is okay see this was a lesson that was taught by my mom when i started working i started working in teams that had sunday working and do you know what i told the lord i told the lord lord you gave me this job now they are telling me to work on a sunday but i want you to know one thing all the days till today i've been faithful to come to you on a sunday now it is your time to show me that you are faithful enough to bring me back to the church on a sunday and you know what happened i never worked on a sunday i never hallelujah hallelujah people of god i pray that you will take these things serious i pray that you will take these things serious because today there are a lot of people who are there in the church who love spiritual things but i think that today the church is giving less importance for the spiritual things the rest of the things matters a lot studies matters a lot see even when our child is 3 years 4 years we would want them to go to the play school but yet we don't want them to send them to the sunday school to study the word of god so today even as i start let me tell you this one word remove all these idols pray to god lord are there idols in my heart that i pray that you will search me today search me today that i will turn to the living god and i will serve the living god hallelujah see just turning to the living god is not enough you have to start serving the living god it is only at that serving that your faith will start ringing around the people that is within you see when you start serving the living god with this passion there will be only one reason why you're serving him you know what that is it is because as a disciple you know your master is coming hallelujah because you're waiting for his coming hallelujah whatever god has given you today it does not matter because you know that your master has given this to you and you have to be faithful till the time comes and above all you're waiting for his coming hallelujah hallelujah come on let's read first thessalonians 2 19 and 20 For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing are not even we in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming for we are of a glory and joy The second thing that I want to mention from chapter 2 is the fruit of a disciple the joy of a disciple Paul says to the church of Thessalonica that you are of a joy you are of a crown see today even as we meditate this word i know there are a lot of people who have come to the lord for the last 5 years 10 years 15 years 20 years But can I ask you this question? Have you started bearing fruit? As disciples, we need to produce disciples. You cannot say for the last 10 years, last 15 years I've been faithful to stand with the church, but yet if you have not produced at least one disciple, what will you show when the Lord returns? What will you show to the Lord when he returns? Are you going to tell the Lord that I was a secretary of the church? Are you going to say that I was a president of the church? My dear people of God, this will not work. This will not work. Today it is so necessary that we start asking God, Lord, teach me to bear fruit. See, there is such a deception today in the church that we believe that if you and I are spiritual, it means the Lord will bless me and that blessing is all about worldly things. People of God, that is not right. You and I are disciples of Christ. You know what is our blessing? It is the disciples that we produce. Today, most of us are not able to produce disciples because we ourselves are not a disciple. 
you cannot produce what you are not you can only produce what you are hallelujah i think everybody is so serious is it because the message is serious hallelujah hallelujah see my prayer today is that like paul we need to say lord these are my joy these are my fruit lord thank you see because today we pray a lot of things we have lot of things to pray but yet we forget to pray lord give me disciples give me fruit see it is when i started studying the word of god about disciples it shocked me that lord told the disciples follow me i will make you fishers of men it complicated my thinking all that when i started studying about disciples my only thinking was that i need to be a disciple but it is when i got into this word that i understood that god has called me to bring forth disciples hallelujah hallelujah see but many a times see even when we meditate on this word that we need to bear fruit to bring forth disciples we the working class people we always have this thought hey is it not the work of the pastor to bring forth disciples is it not the job of the youth workers to bring out disciples we are the working class we don't have time we don't have time but if you really read the word of god the word of god says everyone who follows jesus and if you are a disciple then you need to bear fruit to bring forth disciples hallelujah hallelujah see it was when i was reading about a man called sacrius stanley former a man who's a big intercessor i was talking to god about the way i use time because there is a time when i sit with god for my devotion so i was telling god lord i don't have much time and that's when the lord led me to this man sacrius tani formum you know he is a professor he is a professor you know how much time he uses let me give you a idea the time he is using okay he is a professor of a university 10 hours 10 hours he uses for god which means when he says for god it means 5 hours he sits in the presence of god and 5 hours he uses to teach people 10 hours now is 10 hours for god 7 hours it is for his 10 making in other word he is going to teach in the university okay now there is another 7 hours which he uses for sleeping and having food has he completed the 24 hours yeah yeah do you see that can you see how well he is using his time now see I've taught this before whenever you learn about a person it is so important to check the fruit of what he has done okay now let me tell you what he has done okay as a university as a professor of the university i read that he has written close to 200 books 200 spiritual books he takes care of a church in south africa which is which has a member close to 10000 people okay he has written thesis close to 100 now people who have written thesis is it very easy no right so now he's written 100 thesis so he's not only good spiritually he's also good where he is do you see that now in above all that he goes all around the five continents every year to teach the word of god and above all that out of his church he has already sent close to 400 missionaries outside is he really using the time well what do we think are we using time better than him hallelujah i think today everybody is on a shock i don't, i don't know what happened working class people come on today pastor is not here to hear any of these things so you can be glad that he is not here <laughs> he is hearing it <laughs> people of god we need to pray to god lord teach me to use my time faithfully if you will start praying for it see because when i say that you need to bear fruit as a disciple i'm sure you will have this question that as a working class where do i get the time from 
and that's the reason why i spoke this word to you see maybe we will not be able to use our time the way sacristani formum is using but we need to know we can push ourselves to where he's going hallelujah we can always ask god lord help me to use my time wisely you know see when i when i read his book on sacristani formums on the book on time you know what he's written anyone who tries to destroy my time is an enemy i was shocked it flew my lid off and then he says you know see many a times when people come and sit with us or maybe we have to be with somebody we talk with them and if we are not able to move or say no to them you know what we pray we pray lord convict them so that they themselves will go you know what sacristan form is written he said you have you should have the courage to tell them guy you're losing my time move i was shocked but that's what the word of god says and when i look to the word of god do you know jesus he always pushed his disciples to go further so that he can go and pray have you read the word of god like that right see he tells his disciples go 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 guys get into the boat go go for a sail i have some things to do what is he doing he's praying hallelujah hallelujah today i want to pray that you would start praying to god lord give me disciples see when you pray for that i want you to know that you will have risk you will have challenges see because when you read this word of god paul does not say that he simply bear fruit no the word of god says when you read chapter 2 it says he preached the gospel boldly he preached it in a way that it will not please men but it will please god Amen. hallelujah in other word he was not looking for people and trying to tell them gospel in the way that will suit them he preached the gospel in the way that will suit the father hallelujah because he had only one vision and that one vision was not that he would say that i have 10 disciples instead his vision was when my father comes back i need to show them just like he is praise the lord praise the lord see today we we love to push our friends or relatives somehow into the church and say oh this is one disciple i bought that's not enough that's not enough see paul prayed for them the word of god says he prayed for them constantly he prayed for them constantly why is he praying constantly because he knows when the lord is coming back this is my joy this is my fruit hallelujah and the third thing he says is you have seen our life we were examples before you and then he says now i encourage you to walk worthy of the kingdom of god if you and i need to preach the gospel to the people that is around you you and i have to live a life that will show them that what you preach is what you live hallelujah 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 see because just bringing forth disciples is not that easy just preaching the gospel is not that easy see when you and i start bearing fruits god will start expecting things from our life we need to start praying to god lord lead me lead me to walk worthy of you so that the people that come behind me might know that this is the way that is why paul said follow me just like i follow god see today we are all afraid to tell the people follow me instead we tell them jesus is perfect follow him see in the world they need you and me to show them how to live like the jesus that we are preaching hallelujah hallelujah so today keep this in your heart even when you pray to god lord give me disciples i pray that god would give you the courage to preach the gospel courageously and not only preach in the way that will suit the people that is hearing you but to preach it in a way that would please god because you're not preaching to just bring them to the kingdom but you're preaching to them that they might be matured enough that when the lord comes back he will rejoice with you hallelujah hallelujah let me give you another example too i believe most of you would have heard about john hyde he is also known as praying hyde 
biography about him says like this that he used to pray to god to give him one soul a day one soul a day so every day he would cry out to god to give him a soul and i read in his biography that one day at the end of midnight he went out to the lord and said lord today i was not able to lead anyone to christ and he was crying out to god and the lord said i want you to go to the woods he went to the woods and he saw a man who was crying out because he has lost everything in his life and the lord said to him this is the man that i want you to lead him to christ he went and spoke about jesus and this man was led to christ but by the end of john hyde's life it is said like this that he used to bring five people a day five people hallelujah what am i trying to tell you see maybe you would tell me that i don't know how to preach the gospel maybe you might say that i don't know how to start this is where you start start praying start praying in your office in your school in your college in your apartment in your house in your place start praying take a walk walk around and start praying tell the lord lord i need disciples i need disciples because that is your fruit if you don't bear fruit let me tell you let me warn you you will have nothing to show when the lord returns back praise the lord hallelujah come on now let's go to first thessalonians 3 10 11 12 and 13 night and day praying exceedingly that we might seek your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith now god himself and our father and our lord jesus christ direct our way unto you and the lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men even as we do toward you to the end he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before god even our father at the coming of our lord jesus christ with all his saints the third thing that i want to speak to you from this is external discipline of a disciple external discipline of a disciple see when you read this word paul says that i pray for you night and day night and day Now what is he praying he's praying that your faith might not lack anything even when we started you remember the words that i said the work of faith the labor of love and the anticipation of the lord jesus christ so when we talk about faith as i told you these are external expressions that we are showing to the world that we are the disciple of christ so let us read james 2:14 to 17 reading from 14 to 17 what does it profit my brethren thou a man say he hath faith and have not works can faith save him if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food and one of you say unto them depart in peace be we warm filled notwithstanding we give them not those things which are needful to the body what does it profit even so faith if it hath not works is dead being alone hallelujah hallelujah let me tell you an instance where the lord led me to this part see in my church there was a need there was one brother who came to me and told me he was in part of a youth meeting so he had just started coming to a coming for the youth meeting recently so he told me he had some problems in his house and his mother was going through an operation so then he said see i want you to pray for us and i said surely we'll pray and then he said you know because his mom was going through operation there was some financial crisis that he was going through and that is when you know i said okay we'll pray for you i went back to the lord and i said lord he's having financial crisis is there's a lot of issues 
and that is when the lord started leading me to this word of god and james says exactly like that see when brothers and sisters comes to us they tell us that they have some problems what do we do we tell them we will pray for you but the word of god says what is real faith real faith is lifting up yourself to go and help them hallelujah hallelujah see because i was asking the lord you know see even at that same time there was another friend of mine who was going through problems but this friend i know well okay so now i was in a crisis where i want i asked the lord lord whom do i help now see because this is a person i know and this is a person i do not know and that is when the lord opened this word to me the work of faith and labor of love he was telling me jaslin the people around you need to know your faith through the works that you will do it is not because you know certain people that you do things it is because of who you are hallelujah when naked people come before you when people come without anything before you you don't go and help them because just because you know them you go and help them because of who you are and who you represent hallelujah as a disciple it is you moving in faith that is the work of faith but do you see the next word labor of love even paul says my prayer for you today is that your love will not only increase but it will overflow it will overflow in other word see every single parent who is sitting here would tell me that you and i would work hard for our children we would never look on, on our health or anything we labor because we love today the word of god is teaching us our brothers and sisters we need to love them the way jesus loved us hallelujah see i want you to read first john 3:16 to 18 also and then i'll start explaining it Sixteen to eighteen. Hereby perceive we love of God, because He laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But if anyone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, and refuses to help, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children. let us stop saying we love each other let us really show it by our actions hallelujah hallelujah do you do you see the difference see the work of faith is there are times there are people who comes to us and we don't know how to help them we don't know them see because today we live in a world where there is a lot of advertisement there is a lot of deception there is a lot of lies and then it is important that we need to check if this is true or if this is false it is true but yet the word of god says as a disciple of christ in faith move forth go help them and god will do the things that is needed for you praise the lord hallelujah see look at the next word it says see what is that labor of love when you and me live a life when god has provided what is needed for you and me if you see your brother and sister in need go forth and help them go forth and the word of god specifically asked this question if you cannot do it how do you say that god's love is in you today when i teach it let me tell you frankly i am not doing most of the things that the word is teaching me but today i am pushing myself because i have learned that this is the will of god because there were times when i used to preach to people around me that because when i saw a revival in the acts of apostles one thing that made me think was all these disciples they sold off their properties and they would put the money in the feet of the apostles to help the brothers and sisters today we don't see these type of revivals we don't see these type of revivals today there is another form of revival a deceptive revival where people put a lot of money in front of apostles or prophets so that they can grow 
it is not for the brothers and sisters around it is because there is a deception that is happening in the church where we have started believing that if i would go and give a money to a certain prophet that that money will start multiplying what gospel is this are you really a disciple see the word of god says when you and i helps a brother nobody should know nobody you don't go around and say say do you know i help this brother i help this sister why are you saying that you're advertising to all around the globe and you know what you're losing when you get to heaven you will not hear anything in heaven about what you have done because the lord will tell you you've already received it here praise the lord praise the lord see as a disciple see it is not only important that you and i live like jesus it is important to show others how to live like jesus amen amen hallelujah hallelujah today my prayer is when you and i learn that my lord is coming back it is important to check our own life that if we are ready when he comes back are we ready let me give you an example i remember once when one of my brother was in need i didn't have enough money in my hand all that i had was 100 rupees so this brother his daughter was in the hospital she was going through a surgery and she, he didn't have a penny of money and i was standing there in the hospital and praying for him and i started telling the lord lord i pray for a healing of the child and i prayed lord when this operation happens i know there is a big need of money i pray that you will send out the money and the lord specifically talked to me jaslin what do you have i said i have 100 rupees god said give it the good part about the 100 rupees is with that 100 rupees nothing is going to happen so i knew it was easy for me to part from the 100 rupees so i parted it very easily you know it is when more 100 rupees comes to your purse it becomes difficult but this time it was so easy for me so i gave it out but later from my friends i heard a testimony the testimony was this after i gave him that money and i left out of the hospital he told his friends that he didn't have to look out for money because the money started flowing in according to his need see i don't believe it was because of what i gave i believe god was teaching me that to give out what you have will make a difference hallelujah hallelujah so today i'm encouraging you see i let me tell you i don't have the faith to give everything that i see around me but i have started taking that baby steps and that's what i'm encouraging you today see when you see your brother and sister in need maybe you have a thousand rupees and you know they are in need of 2000 rupees but maybe you only have the courage and faith to give a 500 i pray that you will start by giving that I pray that you will start and God will start enlarging you. Hallelujah. My God is not a God who pressurizes you, but my God is a God who would look to your small beginnings. Because he knows you and I are living to please him. Because he knows whatever we are doing, we are doing because we want to be like him. And a day will come that when you see your brother and sister in a bigger need, he will equip you to stand for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me give you uh, a story about Pandit Ramabai. I was reading her biography. On that she says like this that before war she had a, a society called Mukti Society. So it is all about the orphan women and everyone. So it, they say that she needed close to 9000 to 10000 rupees per week to serve this people. close to 10000 but during her time there was a war and at that time of war all the people around her were going through financial crisis in other word it was completely starving people were really starving even that 10000 rupees that she used to get to take care of the mukti people that she believed on god and that's how she got that money but do you know in faith she moved on with god 
to serve 800 people every day 800 people these people are not of the mukti these people are outside she started serving this 800 people and above that above that these people did not have jobs to do so she would give them menial jobs in the mukti society and started paying them so that they can take care of themselves people of god i want to tell you this woman was not doing because she had everything she was doing trusting god today i am encouraging you you might not have many things but if you can trust the god who has everything he will provide your needs and the need that is around hallelujah but at the same time it is written like this there were two people talking and this person overheard what they were talking you know what they were talking one person said if pandit ramabai was to use all this money that she is giving us and feeding us she could have built a bungalow a mansion and do you know what the other person said hey pandit ramabai is building a mansion in heaven Amen. hallelujah hallelujah today people of god when you and i are blessed in the worldly things i want you to know that we are not becoming rich in faith if you and i needs to be rich in faith start giving it out like her we will be building mansions in heaven praise the lord hallelujah i want to go to a parable too and then i will stop from there let's go to matthew 25 31 to 46 Matthew 25:31-46 When the son of man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him then shall he sit on the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats and he shall set the sheep on his right hand but the gods on the left then shall the king say unto them on his right hand come we blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world for i was hungered and we gave me meat i was thirsty and we gave me drink i was a stranger and we took me in naked and we clothed me i was sick and we visited me I was in prison and we came unto me then shall the righteous answer him saying lord when so we thee and hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink when so we thee a stranger and took thee in or naked and clothed thee or when so we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you in as much as we have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren we have done it unto me then shall he say also unto them on the left hand depart from me we cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels for i was hungered and we gave me no meat I was thirsty and we gave me no drink. I was a stranger and we took me not in naked and we clothed me not sick and in prison and we visited me not. Then shall they also answer him saying Lord when so we thee and hungered or a thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee then shall he answer them saying verily I say unto you in as much as we did it not to one of the least of this we did it not to me and these shall go away into everlasting punishment but the righteous into life eternal hallelujah hallelujah so when i used to meditate on this word i always used to think god what is the difference between a sheep and a goat it's so funny right 
and i i started finding out the differences what would be a sheep and what would be a goat because i want to be where the sheep will stand but only when the lord started opening this word did i started seeing that the sheep are the people who took care of the people the naked people the sick people who went out to the prison do you see the word of god in both of these versions both the righteous and the wicked says one same thing lord when were you sick when were you in prison when were you unclothed do you see that both of them did not recognize god but the word of god says when you did it to them you were doing it for me hallelujah hallelujah see people of god when we are getting ready to meet the lord we need to ask these questions to ourselves when he starts separating us as sheep and goat where will we each one of us stand this word of god does not say those who went to the church stand on this side those who went to the didn't go to the church stand on this side it doesn't say like that people of god i pray today when you hear this word that you will push yourself to go and do things that will please god see even when i teach i want to tell you that it is difficult for us to go and tell a stranger to come into the house to clothe them to dress them it is hard even when i preach today i remember even after the lord teaching me this word of god maybe two days before there was a person on my door and the lord told me give him breakfast I was like god no 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 i can't do that but i started i started telling the lord lord i don't know how to do it because he's a stranger how do i tell him to come and sit in the dining table and give him a breakfast i missed one opportunity but i want to tell you i'm waiting for the second one see today when i share it with you i'm sharing it from my life because i pray that we all will push ourselves to live like jesus See when the Lord starts to teach this word it does not mean that we are perfect it means he's leading us to be perfect disciples hallelujah hallelujah so even as we meditate this word of god my desire is that we would stand where the lord would stand there are times it would be hard for us to take some risk but we need to tell god lord give me the grace and give me the courage to do what you want me to do and surely God would bless the work of our hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Now let's go to 1 Thessalonians 4. We'll read from 16, 17 and 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord wherefore comfort one another with these words the fourth thing is the hope of a disciple the hope of a disciple so when paul wrote this chapter he was writing it to the people because he started teaching the church of thessalonica about the second coming of the lord jesus christ and when he started teaching them about this the people started thinking that only if you are alive will you see the lord coming when he returns back so he was eradicating that issue from the people saying those who have already passed away they will rise up first and then we will rise up that is what he is telling here but what do i i want to speak to you today The one thing that I want to speak to you today is from this portion is are we living a life in a way that when we hear the trumpet call will we be there hallelujah see when we put a comfort when we say that this is the comfort when you and I will pass away from this earth will my friends my loved ones will say he lived a life that is pleasing to god and i know i will meet him on the other shore hallelujah and when my friends and my relatives and my loved ones says that it will also encourage them to live a life like that so that they know that they too will be seen on the other shore hallelujah hallelujah see that is how we need to comfort each other 
See, because if you and I don't live a life that pleases God, see, when we are on the coffin, it is easy for us to say on the other shore. But only God knows if we're going to reach there. See, because when you read the word of God, Paul was confident that he has finished the race. He was confident. Same way, when we live with God, we also will be confident that we have completed everything that the Lord has given it here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I've, I've always mentioned this whenever I've taught here. That, you know, it is not on your deathbed that you understand that you've completed things. See, when you're in your school, in your college, in your workplace, whenever you get out from certain places, you will always hear the Lord speaking to you, you have completed the work. See, in other words, you know, just like we were talking about children's exam, they have a first semester, they have a second semester, they have a third semester, and then they have a final exam. But a person who failed in first, second, and third, will he be sure that he's going to come in colors on the final exam? No. Do you see that? But if you're well performed in your first semester, your second semester and your third semester, you know the result of the final exam. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today, I want you to pray to the Lord. Lord, speak to me. Lord, in the places where I am, am I faithful according to your heart? See, last time when I taught here, I said, we are all stewards. We are all stewards. In other words, we all are there only for a time being. Whatever you have in your hand is only for a time being. So in other words, whatever God has given in your hand, you need to return it back. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, as we meditate on this word, let this word comfort us. Let this word encourage us to be faithful in everything that we do. Hallelujah. Let's also read First Thessalonians 5, 23, and I'll stop from there. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The, the word that I want to speak from here is internal purity of a disciple. Internal purity of a disciple. See the word of God says the peace of God will keep your spirit, your soul and your body. See the secret of living that life is written from 16, 17, 18 to 22. I'll read it from 16. Rejoice evermore. 17. Pray without ceasing. 18. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 19. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. 22. Abstain from all appearance of evil. What is the word of God telling us? The word of God says, if you and I are a true disciple of Christ, we will always rejoice. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord will be our strength. Hallelujah. So in other words, you will always keep rejoicing. And what will happen out of that rejoice? You will start praying without ceasing. Amen. Amen. That joy will lead you to prayer. And that prayer is a moment that you pray every moment, every time, every day. Because there is such a joy that is bubbling in your spirit. And the next word says, in everything, give thanks. Hallelujah. Because if you, and, if you are a man and a woman of prayer, in that prayer, thanksgiving is automatic. See, Thanksgiving does not come only when good things come. No, that is not a disciple. The word of God says, godliness is contentment. Whatever position you are, wherever you are, you will still thank God. Hallelujah. You might be in a hut or maybe you might be in a palace. You might be with a shoe or you might not be without a shoe. You might be hungry or maybe you might be full, but yet you will thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, if this is not happening, it means you have grieved the spirit. Do you see that? The word of God says, quench not the spirit. See, if the spirit is grieving inside of you, you will miss the joy of the Lord. If the joy of the Lord is missed, you will know it by the prayers that you have in your life. 
Hallelujah. Today, if your prayer has become weakened or if it has become dry, I want you to recheck your life. You need to ask the Lord, Lord, have I grieved you anywhere? Have I grieved you? Because if the spirit is bubbling inside of you, there will be a joy inside of your spirit. Hallelujah. And that will lead you to prayer. And that will lead you to thank God every moment. Hallelujah. Today, even as I speak this word, if there is anybody who's having a dry prayer life, if there is anybody who's been backslidden from the presence of God, my prayer today is that the mercy of God is available for you. Come back to the Lord. Tell the Lord, restore to me the joy of the salvation. He's going to touch you today. Pray to God, create in me a clean heart. Renew a consistent spirit within me. And the Lord will start talking to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next thing, despise not prophesying. See, I know prophecy is a very big subject for the church. But let me tell you, the word prophesy is spoken not just about prophets. Today when you hear the word of God, the word of God is prophesying to you. When you sit in your prayer room to study the word of God, the word of God is prophesying to you. Hallelujah. When you meditate the word of God day and night, the Lord will speak to you specifically that you are not supposed to go on a certain way. It is God prophesying to you what will happen at the end of the day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People of God, I want to encourage you that when you learn the word of God, when you hear the word of God, expect the spirit of prophecy to speak to you. Hallelujah. Even when you pray, the spirit of prophecy will move from you to speak to the people, to speak to the church. If you would expectantly wait for it, God will speak to you. The reason why I say this is, I believe there are prophets in the church, but yet there is a misuse of prophetical class in the church today. People go behind prophets to just understand how their life is going to be. I want you to read Lamentations 2.14. I'll read it for you. Your prophets have said so many foolish things, false to the core. They did not try to hold you back from exile by pointing out your sins. Instead, they painted false pictures, filling you with false hope. Do you see the word of God? Hallelujah. Now, what are the prophets for? The prophets are there to point to you what is the sin that you have in your life? Now let me ask the people today. How many of you would go to a prophet to tell him, can you please pray over my life and tell me if there is sin in my life? You need to read the next word too. It says, they paint a picture that gives you a false hope. People of God, I pray that you will not be deceived. I pray that you will not be deceived. There are false pictures that has been drawn in your life. When you go to the prophets, you know what your life is. You know well where you have gone wrong. If you are wrong in certain areas and yet if you go to a prophet and if you hear certain pictures being spoken to you, remember this word that these are pictures that gives you false hope. If the Lord really loves you, he will reveal to you the sins of your life. I pray when you read the word of God, when you learn the word of God, when you study the word of God, pray to God, speak to me from your word, my sins, anything that moves me away from eternity, speak to me, O oh Lord, and the Lord will speak to you. When you keep these things in your life, the peace of God will start ruling over your spirit and your soul and your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me revamp what I was speaking today. We were talking about 1 Thessalonians. From the first chapter, what did we study? Testimony of a disciple. The second thing, fruit of a disciple. The third chapter, external discipline of a disciple. Fourth, hope of a disciple. Fifth, internal purity of a disciple. I pray that the Lord will lead you to walk closely with them. 
as a disciple of Christ so that we might be seen at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. That is a wonderful time that the Lord gave us to hear from the heart of God. The core message which the church want to hear these days. I'm glad that the Lord loves us so much. That's why he brings his word to us. Okay. So it is not uh, just for your head knowledge. Let it come one feet down to our heart so that that will transform our lives. So can we say a word of prayer? Lord, thank you for what you have spoken to me. Let, it, let me not deceive myself, but just keeping it to my head. Let it bring it down to my heart by applying it to my day-to-day life, Lord, so that I will be living a life of a disciple, pleasing you and you alone. That should be the prayer with which we should leave this place. Even as you leave this place and you are at home, let these words echo in your heart, in your mind, so that 